This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Clickbait. Um, this episode is also a little different. We have been really switching things up on you guys lately. I apologize for that. Um, but I hope we're not boring you because we're, we've been coming out with some great episodes, in my opinion. And <laughs> today, yes, I have my wife here again, Serena P. I'm back, everyone. <laughs> hope, hope you missed me. Yeah, I hope they missed you too. Because if they didn't, they're not going to want to listen to this. They, they probably want not- me gone, honestly. <laughs> Um, we're going to do, we're not really going to do Bachelor Nation breakdown. We have one thing to talk about. And then we have a very special guest, Courtney Robertson Preciado. She is from Ben Flanick season. She got engaged to The Bachelor. Um, she's pretty iconic. She was on Zach's season, the bad bitch episode. You remember that? Yeah. She was bringing the bad bitch energy to that date with Victoria Fuller. Yeah. I, I met her. I'm believe I met her once in California briefly at a bar. I don't know if she remembers, but I'm going to ask Was her. that before you were on the show or after? After. After. Um, but it, I mean, I'm, we probably, it was like, hi, goodbye, like a five, like a two minute thing. So I yeah. don't know if she's going to remember. Well, you have to ask her. I'm going to, I'm going to. Um, and if she doesn't remember you, cut the interview. She's gone. Damn straight. That's how we do it around here. Damn straight we do. All right. <laughs> I like this energy. What's up, Serena? What's new? Nothing much, Joe. Nothing much has changed since I was last here. What's up with you? I like your jacket. Yeah, you just got it for me. I did. I need, I need more colors in my life. Apparently, yes. I'm, um, I, I like black and whites. Um, okay, so I guess this could spill into the Bachelor Nation breakdown. The only one we really have is I will not be here for um, the next few weeks because uh, I have an exciting project coming up. So I won't be able to record. So in the interim... There'll be people replacing me. Probably won't be as good. <laughs> Honestly. Maybe it'll be better. No. No. You think so? No, I don't think so. I think you're the best. Thank you. Thank you, Serena. So we are pre-recording this episode from the comfort of our living room because Joe is leaving very, very shortly. Um, it's it's nice recording on a couch. Huh? It is. It's very comfy. And yeah, I'm going to miss you. I'm excited for your project, though. Yeah. Well, I'm going to miss you, too. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> uh, okay, should we get into the clickbait of the week? I think we should. All right, I'll let you lead it. Thank you. I actually asked if I could lead this section of the podcast because I opened the script to see what the clickbait article of the week was. And I was very excited because I actually saw this on a TikTok account that I follow. And they were talking about this story. And I truly could not believe it. Yeah, okay. Because when I look at what the story is, I'm like, okay, this is the dumbest thing I've ever read. Did you read it, though? Or did I, you just look at the headline? I'm just saying the headline. So go ahead. Get into it. Okay. I'm trying to see if I have it pulled up somewhere. I know I do. Um, it's okay. I know it by heart. So basically, the story is there's a man and a wife. They're a husband and a wife. They're married. Okay? Yeah. No kids. They are both employed. The husband is employed as the manager of a fast chain or a food chain. Okay? He manages a food chain. And the wife works at a tech startup. Mm-hmm. 
The husband has put in, in his description, 500 plus hours of educating himself on like flying planes, essentially. Okay. So he now feels that he should be introduced as a pilot. He's never gone to flight school. He doesn't have a pilot's license and he's never flown a plane. But with like the textbook studies and the simulators, so they go to a party and she introduces him like as her husband and they ask what he does. And she says, oh, he manages a food chain. And she was like, yeah, like, you know, get some good perks and free food. All great. And he basically was like, I'm so insulted. How dare she not introduce me as the pilot that I am? I deserve the recognition. And like, I feel disrespected. And they basically get into a fight about it. And he's like pissed off. And he's basically asking like, am I the asshole? This whole thread is like, am I the asshole for X, Y, Z? So he's asking, am I the asshole for, you know, basically considering leaving my wife because she won't call me a pilot. This is a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. This sure. is a Curb Your Enthusiasm <laughs> episode. This is a full sitcom episode. Like, it's crazy well, to me. one thing I will say, I, 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 no, he's not a pilot. Like, he's just not no, a pilot. No, he's not. He's just not a pilot. You can't, I'm like, He's not a pilot, so you can't really refer. It's like that's me. like me saying like I drive a lot of race car video games and I read a lot about race car driving, so I'm a race car driver. Yeah, yeah. And but the, I've never driven a race car or taken a single. Or lesson. it's like I, you know, you fall and, and scratch your knee, and I put a bandaid on you, and then I'm like, I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. <laughs> um, but I will say this: this is this is factual. You can be a real estate professional. And not flip homes or get your license or anything and file your taxes as a real estate professional if you do a certain amount of research. So I think it might be like 500 hours or 1,000 hours. I don't know what exactly it is, but and you are considered a, a real estate professional. But what can you do with that like certification? Can you do anything? I, you could – well, you could get – money off your taxes, I think. But you can't like perform any real estate services. I, I don't think so. That's such interesting information. This, you should tell this guy this because obviously he doesn't feel confident when he is addressed as a food chain manager. So if he wants to be addressed as a real estate professional, he could go steady away. Yeah. Well, maybe he's a, he might not be a pilot, but is he a pilot professional? No, he's not. Well, he could. Well, he could be a pilot Maybe, professional. But I'm assuming that's not a real term where he would be demanding to be referred to as a pilot professional. Well, if he's asking if he's the asshole, I would say, yeah, he he's the asshole. Yeah. What would you do if that was me? And I was like, Joe, you know, I've done so much studying. I've done 500 plus hours of studying on being a pilot. Like, I don't want you to refer to me as an influencer. I want you to tell people I'm a pilot. And I was serious. Like, I was dead serious. And you were serious? Yeah, I'm not joking around. Like, I feel that I've earned the title of pilot, and I'm mad at you if you refer to me as an influencer or content creator or whatever. I would probably then really question the person that I thought you were and then probably question our entire relationship. And then I would call some friends and and people would be like, what do you think? This this just doesn't, this doesn't seem right. Or I just don't know how I can move forward. Um because I just couldn't, I couldn't. Couldn't I, take it seriously. I couldn't take it seriously. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It may, it, honestly, that may end our relationship. I think it might end our relationship <laughs> yes, too, truly. I think, I think in all seriousness, this man is dealing with some very serious, deep insecurities, specifically revolving around his job and career, but probably with his entire identity. And he should 
seek professional help. You should go to therapy and, and work on that because I, I think he should just try to become a pilot or because that's what he wants to do. He could he could become a pilot. Would you ever get in a plane with this man? No, no, I, I don't mess around with planes. What do you mean? I mean, I'm only getting on a plane with a certified pilot. Would you get in a plane with pilot Pete? Yeah. But Pete flies. Pete flies to like uh, Tel Aviv all the time. So I I trust him. Now, Pete's first flight, would I want to get on it? Like I would, but I would be a little hesitant. Yeah. Yeah. I would not. I would not get on the plane. I honestly wouldn't even get in a car with this man. I have no trust for him. Well, you know what? I hope his relationship makes it through it. And I'm wishing his wife the best, truly, for having to put up with whatever's going on in that household. See, like. Or she could just double up and be like, all right, fine. I'll call you a pilot and you're going to call me a doctor. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we're just going to lie to the world. You know what another quick thing was? Um, It didn't say in the article, but it did in the TikTok video I watched. Was I think that he like undermined her to like one of her colleagues and was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. My wife is just like so forgetful sometimes. Like she forgot that like I'm a pilot now. Like... How silly of her. Like basically calling his wife like stupid and forgetful. This guy honestly. To, this to guy, her work colleagues. <laughs> to her work colleagues. This guy honestly sounds kind of awesome. I kind of want to no, meet this guy. I kind of want to meet this guy because he is he is something else. And those people don't come along too often. So by something else, if you mean delusional, then yeah. I would kind of love to be like I like if I'm at a party with a group of people and this guy's there. I'm entertaining. I know. You I'm, having, yeah. I'm having fun with this man. Um, <laughs> he might, yeah. He'd definitely be fun at a party, just maybe not to be married to. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, we wish him luck. We wish him luck. We wish I, him the best. I think. I hope um, he becomes a pilot. I really do, actually. What a great turnaround story. If he comes in and was like, screw everyone that sent me hate, I'm a pilot now. Okay. Last question before we bring Courtney in. If he does become a pilot, would you get on his flight? Not his first. Yeah. I'd probably say, like, you got to fly for, like, a year. But at the same time, like, you, I get on planes all the time. And I don't know how many flights the pilot has flown. True. I could have been on many planes where it was their first flight. And honestly, he was a professional beforehand. So I would get on his flight. He has one supporter here, and it's Joe. Yeah. Good for him. Okay. Um, I think right now is the perfect time. I don't think. I know. Everyone, please welcome Courtney to Clickbait. Courtney, what's up? How are you? Welcome to Clickbait. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm super duper, a little tired. Uh, just got back from LA. We went to After the Final Rose, came home to two kids. So it was nice to get a break okay. and then come back to, uh, you know, a little sleepless night. <laughs> we we want to talk about your experience at After the Rose. But first, do you remember? I met you before. Do you remember? Yes, I do remember. You do? Okay. I do. Nice. We were at Venice Ale House and Told I asked you. for a photo, which I have on my phone. And like, it was right after first season of Paradise. And I was like, can we get a picture? I was like, I'm so old school. I was like, they probably don't even know who I am. But yeah, it was lovely meeting you. You were drinking like a coconut drink or something. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This he is, was so sure. He's like, she's not going to remember me. Yeah. And she's not, I know what we've met before, but I don't think she's going to remember yeah. me. <laughs> I yeah. totally did. I was like a little starstruck. And I'm like, what are the odds? I didn't even live in LA at the time. I had just flown in and I'm like, there's like three bachelor people here in the same place. Like I have to go say hi. 
That's that place, that bar is actually, that's a great little bar, isn't oh, it? Oh, it's legit. It's like right on the yeah. boardwalk in Venice and you can sit outside or inside. Oh, it's, that was my go-to. And they cut open a coconut and they'll pour like tequila or vodka in it and you drink it out of the straw. Oh, fun. It's <laughs> yeah. giving like tropical, yeah, very tropical, tropical vibes. Um, all right. So you, um, for our listeners, most people know who you are. So you could cut all the humble bullshit out, Courtney. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you are from, from Ben's season. Um, and that was some time ago. So what brought you back? into Bachelor Nation, we saw on this season, you did the bad bitch energy date, um, yeah. and then you were at AFR. So yeah, what brought you back? And then we'll get into that date. Yeah. So you know what? I got called in to do a group date with Lotto, which I was like, heck yeah, 24 hours away from the family. My husband was like all about it, supported me. And it was Victoria Fuller, me and Tajwan to do the BB, what is it? Bad bitch energy. Um, and I didn't even really know until I got there what I didn't even know Lotto was going to be there. So it was a really cool experience to be on that end of it, having been, you know, I was a villain in my season and I won the season. So it was a, yeah. a weird situation after the show. My after the final rose was not like what I experienced the other night. <laughs> um, so it was really fun to to kind of get invited back. So, yeah, I went and filmed that, had a blast. And then I felt invested in Zach's season and oof, what an ending. Um, so I took my husband out to LA and we just did a little, little trip to Warner brothers. It was a blast. That's so fun. Was it like exciting for him to kind of get to be immersed in that world a little bit? Uh, yeah. Like we were walking into our seats and people were like, Courtney. And like, for me, I haven't really been in that world too much, you know, like people don't recognize me that much anymore. And he was like, what's happening? <laughs> people were, were awesome. When you, when you got mic'd up again. Were you like, oh, like, what am I doing? Should I be doing this? Did it bring you back like, at all? Oh, totally. Like when I went to the bathroom, it's like, are they listening? I had that moment yeah. of like, wait, can they hear everything? Like, yeah, but it was, it was fun. It was back in, back in a, just riding a horse, you know, back on it. Yeah. And you said your AFR was different. Oh yeah. How? Yeah. How? So for, for the people who maybe didn't watch. Give them a little insight maybe onto your experience on the show because obviously yeah. it was different than what we're seeing now with Katie and Zach's finale. Oh, yeah, totally. The AFR brought back memories for me. Uh, my experience was we were, my relationship was a little rocky. You know, I, went, I was famous for skinny dipping on my season, which was kind of a big deal um, because it was a little bit more, I don't know, PG at the time on the show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was like huge news and the girls lost it after that episode aired and then uh, Ben and I were kind of on the on we were breaking up essentially and then we patched up our relationship after I filmed the women tell all which I was the first person I think maybe last to do women tell all having like pick, been picked so we got back together and then but we were like pictures surfaced like a few days um before our after the final rose of him kissing another girl Yes. So Chris Harrison asked all the hard hitting questions like where, you know, and they brought me out first. So I think typically it's like they bring the bachelor out. And so I came out first and like shared how hard it had been being the villain, the skinny dipping stuff, uh, the paparazzi hounding me and then us potentially breaking up. So he then came out. I'm like crying and it just was very heavy. Like we didn't get a happy ending so to speak yeah. and like the audience was kind of like oh and so that was a that was a little bit of a bummer so it was really cool to be there and like see 
I mean, obviously Gabby was so upset and I was sitting near her sister and we talked a little bit offline before we started recording and stuff, but, um, that was heavy, but then they like switched gears so quickly into like, you know, the audience is clapping for Katie yeah. and I'm sure you guys know what that feels like. We were saying the exact same thing. We were like, wow, like it's crazy how fast they'll flip the mood of it just being like so heartbreaking for Gabby and then like jumping into the proposal. It's just like a whirlwind of emotions for sure. Yeah. It, it, yeah. And like, it, it's like, you feel for Gabby and everyone does. And then like, yeah, just so quickly, it's like, okay, it's over. Yep. Like, yay. Yeah. yay Zach and wrap and the show three hours. Yeah. It's done. But it is, it is interesting because, you know, you mentioned you're famous for skinny dipping on your season and that was a few years ago. So obviously every season, the show evolves and changes a little bit. And now we've got Zach talking about sex and animalistic tendencies. And we've got like people <laughs> licking toes in paradise. And like, yeah. I yes. feel like, the show has taken kind of a fun, scandalous turn, which, like, I like that it's not as, like, stigmatized around sex and all of that anymore. But yeah, it definitely shouldn't be. I mean, now it's, oh, I wouldn't say it's, it's rated R, but it's probably, like, now it's, like, PG-17. Well, I think also, like, I feel like it's it's good. It's good to kind of evolve in that way. And, you know, I felt really bad for Gabby saying, like, she felt, like, ashamed. Like, I was like, oh, like, that's yeah. that that yeah. hurt a bit. I do have to ask, um, so, do you think being a villain now with more social media and um, just how, like, I would say Bachelor Nation is probably bigger now than it's ever been, do you think it would be harder or easier? Oh, way harder. Way, way harder. harder. Yeah, I don't know that I would have been able to handle the backlash because Instagram had just started when my season was airing yeah. and I got it and I was like posting pictures of pancakes and coffee cups and it wasn't what it is now. But I just can't believe the trolls and the thing. And I still get trolled a little bit, but it's more about like how I'm raising my kids and um, and like it could really like if <laughs> you're a sensitive so person. I know it's horrible. Somebody message I have to say the other day and I showed my husband he's like Courtney I'm like I want to post this and you know to my story and he's like don't play in the mugs mud with the pigs but she was like I was giving my son a donut and she's like this is why your kids are overweight like <gasps> I know I mean oh, like terrible. stuff like that and like I was feeding my daughter Pringles and someone's like that's too salty like how dare you but so I deal with different kind of trolls but going back to the villain status like I have reached out to other villains from other seasons just to like see how they're doing because I can't believe how much hate they get in the death threats and I received death threats after my season but to my email um but so you just, people were emailing you yeah through my modeling um i had a modeling That's... website at the time and i had to turn it off because i mean it wasn't all negative i hate to make it sound like that like there was a lot of people like we love you you're so funny but then you know the skinny dipping scene hit and it was like i remember i got an email from phone that's like this is like a wholesome family show like you're ruining our family like oh my god and then god. a couple death threats and it didn't really freak me out too bad but it was just like weird like it is yeah. crazy like you are overnight like thrown into this world like I feel like even now like I look at content creators that have been doing this for like years and years and years and have built these followings like people on the show like really overnight you're like thrown into this world of like you're so vulnerable and exposed and people have just learned so much about you and mm -hmm. they have this like 
very like personal access to you like through social media just being able to like send you I mean like there's obviously barriers that you can put up but like just really Mm -hmm. send you whatever they want about you to an extent you guys do you guys deal with trolls ever or how do you deal with it joe because i i loved your video i have to give you a shout out when you're i don't know if that was real when you're walking into the, out of the grocery store and you're like <sighs> like you said something to oh you, yeah, like, yeah i don't know if that was real say, but joe i, I watched that like <laughs> five times and i was like i wish i had that energy like i'm more sensitive to the haters and you're just like f off <laughs> i for for me i i i always just try to look at it like you know I went on a reality show, so you, you do to an extent have to um, expect it. And I just like I've gotten I've gotten lucky because I've I've gotten I've looked pretty decent on these shows, and and for the most part, I get a lot of um, positive comments. Um, but we all know the bad ones definitely linger. They sting um, so a little I bit. Just, yeah. So I, I mean, for me, I really just try not to focus on any of it. Like I and just not let it affect me too much because. When you go down that rabbit hole and you start reading them and it, it gets it gets dark. And I've done obviously like I've been in this world for four or five years now. So I've done that. But I really now I've I've learned my lesson. I'm like, I stay away. Yeah. yeah. Your That's best advice. And like this is obviously like we have both been very lucky to have not been the villains of our season to an extent. Like obviously mm-hmm. there's you get love and hate from everyone. There's people that like have like love us or people that probably don't love us like that's just how it goes but I think people like you that come out as the quote-unquote villain of their season have it just so much harder than we've probably ever had to experience it but you always tell people like you can't listen to the good and you can't listen to the bad because if you believe all of these good things that people are showering you with Mm -hmm. and you believe it when they tell you you're amazing whatever then you're going to believe it when they tell you that you suck and you just have to know that like it's nice when they send you kind things and like you just have to ignore it when they send you hateful things because like these people don't know you the way your family and your friends do but it is and it is also easier coming from me because i've never been a villain so i don't i don't know how i would handle that um like i said i've gotten lucky because i've always been perceived uh pretty well so I can't. I. I really. I'm not. I wonder what that feels like. (laughs) I envy you, Joe. I really do, because I always think, like, what would that feel like? Because for a long time, I was embarrassed, and you know, there was this part of me that, like, I was like, I have to show people who I really am, and like, kind of prove myself, and I kind of lost myself, you know. Yeah, that's why I ask. um, As far as like, if social media was a little more prevalent, because I, you would obviously get more hate but you would kind of you'd be able to speak out a little more you'd have a little yes. more control I, yeah, I feel I do I do agree with you there like social media has given people like there are people that and I also think paradise too has given people yes. kind of that opportunity to have like that second chance like we saw I that wish with Shanae, I could have gone on paradise right? yeah, yeah we did we saw like a totally different side of Shanae. Yeah. and um yeah like it was like a total 180 for her so but mm-hmm. I do think with that, it's it seems like they're really doing a good job of helping people after the show. Yeah. I just think people like need help like navigating yeah. afterwards. And then dating afterwards is a whole other thing because having to describe like, hey, I got engaged to this kind of stranger and and I was a villain. Yeah, I did go skinny dipping. And guys, most guys don't really watch the show. It's more of like a fan right. base of females. So I feel like the guys coming off kind of get a lot of attention from women, whereas 
mm-hmm. guys to women for me at least it was kind of like i was getting either people that were really sexual and like thought of me as this like person that wasn't really me to some like degree a sex symbol almost. yes like oh yeah. my god this girl's wild you know and then i got other people who were just like i don't get it like this is you went on the bachelor i have a question um what was I going to ask? Oh, so you talk about how men kind of either you felt like fetishized in a way or yes. like you were unattractive due to the fact that you went on the show. So kind of you're married now. Like what was that experience like getting to know your husband, dating your husband? And has he ever watched the show? Did he watch the show? Yeah. And how long um, how long after the show did you meet him? So let me see. I'm like, he helped me with the math, guys. I have mom brain. So I did the show at 28 and I met him at 36. Okay. And I had other relationships, uh, like a two-year relationship, and but I never told somebody I love you until I met my husband. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that kind oh, of weird? So but um, yeah, I just was like, I'm not gonna like move in with somebody and like be serious with somebody until I know for sure it's the one. Um, so yeah, and then he handled it really well. Actually, he was refreshing i had moved back to arizona i was in santa monica for about 14 years and and joe you know in la like the dating pool is totally different i don't know if you spent time there but um i was going out with comedians and some actors here and there and they understood the show they kind of got a kick out of it and they just wanted to hear the ins and out and ins and out of it but they weren't really they were like commitment phobe guys so anyway i moved back to arizona i meet my husband two years after being back here we lived on the same block like four uh, blocks away from each other (laughs) and i like he knew the old i thank the show for meeting him because he knew who i was from the show that's the silver lining and he had been liking my photos for about two years and I remember seeing him in my feed. You know how your feed looks crazy, but every once yeah. in a while I'll look and I'm like, God, I've seen him before. Maybe we met and I didn't follow him back or something at like a real estate event. So I messaged him I'm like, have we met before? He's like, no, I'd remember meeting you. Um, so yeah, we went out three days later and it was just like instant. And so, so he was the liking, show didn't turn him off. So he was liking your photos and you hit him up first. Yeah. Nice. Wow. He said he would have never DM'd me. A little me. Instagram, oh, wow. a little Instagram advice. That works. How to get them yeah. to slide into the DMs. Wow. Yeah. I need a little edge. He had a little edge to him. He's all tatted up. And, you know, the, it just was different going, I guess, going back to like dating in LA to dating in Phoenix. I was having no luck. And uh, I just met this great guy and we watch the show together now. But I will say there was some growing pains. Like, so for example, like when we announced our engagement and our pregnancy, People Magazine uh, did a feature and he had never experienced that part of, you know, it's a weird thing. Um, Like Us Weekly did a story and then it's like this really nice article about us and then it's like skinny dipping, the book, the tell all, everything I talked about in like my whole life. And he's like, my parents are reading this. This is like kind of like, yeah, it's cool, but it's also like, do we really need that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. You mentioned the book. So you came out with a book after your season called I Didn't Come Here to Make Friends. What Ugh. kind of inspired that? So, you know what, guys, it's crazy. So it was so hard to pick a name. Like it was and we couldn't use the word bachelor, obviously. And yeah. In like any reality TV show, doesn't matter what it is, like it, there's always somebody who says, I didn't come here to make friends, whether it be whatever reality show. Um, but I decided to write a book after Ben and I broke up. I quickly moved on with Ari 
total oopsie poopsie. It was literally like probably like a week after uh, we ended our engagement publicly. Somebody took a picture of me on a date with Ari and then Ben was like so mad at me as like respectively. So, you know, um, yeah, well, I mean, your relationship's over. Well, that's how I felt. But yeah, like, you're a yeah. single woman. I was did like you, pretty heartbroken. Did you, happen to, did you watch Ari? <laughs> you know, I was going to ask this. I knew you were going to bring this Did up. you watch Ari on Traders, on that show, Traders? No, I haven't had a chance to watch yet. You guys, my TV time is limited. So, and then with the Zach season, you know, but I yeah. want to oh, watch. And I, I thought he would, I heard he was doing it. And I was like, I know Ari so well, he's going to win the thing. But then I read the yeah. spoilers. So I don't want to spoil yeah. anything. But did, I, he didn't I win, heard but you he like it. Yeah, I like. I, don't, I think it's great. <laughs> we recently binged it. Any chance to bring up Ari on Traders? Yeah. Joe's been taking. So I, the minute you said his name, I was like, he's gonna bring up Traders. Dude, you he's gotta get him traders. on the horn. You gotta pick his brain. I know yeah. we should. Um. Okay. So. So, oh, going back to writing the book, the reason book, I did yeah. it was after that happened. Sorry to make a long story short. Ben had no, came no. out and because out of being hurt, said something along the lines of like, "I should have listened to the girls." And I was just like, he's That's piling on. Like we were together for a year. We were talking about moving in together. Like he knows me to the core. Um, and I felt like it was a cheap shot. And I was like, I'm going to, I felt like it's like you, Serena saying like, now people have more of a platform. I didn't. And, and also there's a way like you can't really defend yourself. Like I wasn't going to blame editing because I did say those things. I did say yeah. some kind mm -hmm. of snarky things. So in that moment when he said that, I was like, I'm going to write a book and I'm going to tell my side mm -hmm. of the story and um, it's going to be cathartic. And I had no clue it was going to do so well. I mean, you know, I sent it my manuscript to five publishers and I only got one offer from HarperCollins. So it was a pretty uh, cool experience to, to go through that and do a book tour and um that's awesome and i very feel like anxiety that, crippling <laughs> i can imagine i feel like at that time too like that was your way of like using your voice and sharing your story because yeah. without you know social media platform which are obviously a lot bigger now there's a lot more avenues to kind of speak up for yourself twitter like Jax taylor i used to know from my modeling days and he was on the right carpet and he's like oh yeah i used to date courtney and i just went to twitter i was like boop, boop, boop. no we never dated like yeah <laughs> He was friends with the next boyfriend of mine, but like, yeah, it was nice to kind of to share my side. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, Ben wasn't happy with it. And we're fine now. Ben and I have actually reconnected. We were reconnected before I met my husband, like probably a year prior. And we kind of talked about like, should we try this again? And um, he kind of forgave me for the book. And, and I get it. Like it's I shared a lot and I had to break up with someone I was writing it because he's like, well, what are you going to share? He was super insecure about it. And I was like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to like share you everything do it all you yeah. get it right joe like it's yeah. like and that was what i get was, it like really i'm like oh my parents my grandma read it she's 93 and she loved it but i know i talk <laughs> about sex in there and back then you know i was 30 at the time when it came out it was still very uh racy like taboo when, when yeah. you were once you once you had finished it and you pitched it out were you were you worried that it wasn't it, there was a chance it wasn't going to get picked up or did you not oh, yeah. really like how the are you first, feeling? first um, agent I sent it to wrote back notes that was like, this is garbage. This is never going to see the light of day, basically. And I sent her a signed copy once we hit the New York Times bestseller list. Had to do it. Nice. Had to Good do for it. You. Yeah. Good for you. Nice. That's yeah. great. And then my uh, my co-author, um, I had to I sent her like the first chapter I wrote. And that's actually the first chapter. And I said, hey, can you bump this up? She used to be the editor in chief of Life and Style. Um, and, and she had a, done the rounds of all the New York rag mags. So she really had 
contacts to help promote the book. And uh, she actually was doing bad stories on me during my season. So we got really close and yeah, not to go too far into it, but I feel like everybody's got a story to tell. And I was so glad I was able to, to share my full story and give the, the fans a little bit of inside tea. What would you, if you had to give anyone advice from Bachelor that, that wants to write a book right now, because there's a lot, there's a lot of books. I, a lot of Bachelor alum come out with books. I don't know how well they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, yeah, to write a successful book, what would your I advice be? I think a lot be? of them do pretty well, no? I'm sure, I'm sure some of them do, but I don't know how. Right. I don't know if any of them have made a, a bestsellers list. I mean, they may I think have. Andy, I Andy Dorfman did, but obviously she's been on a couple seasons. Um, yeah. She has my book uh, as actually she signed. She was smart. Uh, she went about it the right way. But I would say write everything down because I, I mean, your memory just goes so quickly. Like I journaled on yeah. my season um, text messages. Don't delete. I had a lot of that involved. And then also I, I got sidebars from past contestants. So like I had Jillian Harris like promoting my book. Like we're in this kind of network of people that will help support you to make it successful. Um, but again, going back to like sharing it all, like, I mean, do you want to read like half truth or do you want to read what it was really like in the fantasy suites going back to fantasy suites i was the last one and you know i talked about everything we talked about and you know i know ben felt like i overshared about our sexual relationship stuff and 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 i'm not saying that you have to sex does sell but um for me it just i wanted to tell everything the whole story to make it interesting uh but it depends on what you're looking for i know hannah brown wrote a book uh and you know and I love talking about money. Like, you know, I got, so my book deal was $50,000 and then I still get residuals. I don't sell that many anymore. Um, yeah. It's like a couple grand here or there twice a year. It's kind of nice. And at yeah, that no, time, Joe, I needed the money because the modeling gigs were running up. They were like, you're a villain. Like, you know, I had this like better clients like Target and uh, Steinmart that booked me regularly. And they're like, we need to put a pin in this because you have all this media around you. So I needed the money. Yeah, that is the scary thing with the. I show. bet Hannah Browns also did really well. Yeah. Were, were you worried at all? Um, did you even consider that before you went on the show of potentially going on the show and looking bad? So I remember I was with Ford at the time, and I called my agent. And I was like, "Hey, what do you guys think of this?" And they're like, "We're we don't think it's going to help your career, but we don't think it's going to hurt it." And um, I was I wasn't not a million years that I think I'd be the villain. I really didn't. Yeah. And then I watched the first episode and they were like, talk, they showed my little package, you know, they didn't show any of the things like about uh, my career, or my past heartbreaks or any of that stuff. And I was like, oh boy, I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah. I'm in trouble. So yeah, I, I was a little bit, uh, just kind of had to pick myself up by the bootstraps and like, what's next and make it happen. Well, yeah, good for y'all. Yeah, yeah you know, do and you that's think- what you do. Has your husband read the book? And do you think your kids would ever like watch the season or read your book when they get I older? I think so. It's like maybe they'll, and that's what one thing that was hard in the beginning. Like he, I was like, well, you should have done your homework, you know? <laughs> like this, all this stuff was like, he kind of, once we got serious, he started hearing more things, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but he's totally cool with it now. We're married with two kids. But he, I remember him saying, like, what happens one day when somebody comes up to Joaquin at school and, you know, it was like your mom wrote this in the book. I'm like, tell him 
tell him to tell them that to his mom off. yeah and that his mom <laughs> is a new york times bestseller and yeah. she worked her ass off and that we support that kind of energy so i love that yeah that's amazing there's always going to yeah. be those haters out there and here's the thing you can't keep everybody happy you know yeah truly do you have any relationships with any of the women from your season yes. anymore or like because you were the so-called villain, right? So there was obviously some controversy between you and the women in the house. Yeah, I talked to uh, one of my best friends was a producer of my season. And then uh, Casey Steamer, who I just had on my podcast recently. And then Jacqueline Schwartz, who was actually on Paradise. I don't know if she was on yours, Joe. I think it was the one before. She also did Bachelor yeah. Pad. Um, and then a couple of the other girls, Jamie Otis, who was on Married at First Sight. Uh, we just kind of fly by message here and there. and But more so people from other seasons. Like I'm very close with Olivia Caridi um, and Jason and Molly Mesnick. We fly by message here and there. But that kind of stuff, you know, you, more so from um, other seasons. When you were single, um, did they ever reach out for you to do come back and do Paradise? Mm -hmm. Or Bachelor Pad or... Yeah, so actually Paradise. I was in talks to do it and I had just started dating someone that I really liked at the time in Venice. And I remember saying to him, like, kind of like testing the waters, like, what would you think if I did the show? And my book had just came, came out and I was like, this would be great for sale. You know, like, it'd be great yeah. to put yeah. myself back You're like, out. like, how into me are you? Like, is this yes. long term? Is this another two months? Like, exactly. how invested should I be? I was like, if he would have been like, yeah, go do it. I would have been like, bye. <laughs> you know, oh, here we are. Adios. Um, but yeah, so at the end of the day, I didn't do it. Um, I dated him, ended up dating him for a while. But I will say I had a lot of the guys sliding into my DMs that were going on. Chris Bukowski. Chris! He's a friend of us. And yeah, he's a good friend great. of Jacqueline's. And I had just, he came to my book launch in New York. And so I had already met him. Um, uh -huh. And uh, uh, Brooks Forrester, I don't know if you remember him. So yeah, there was yeah. a lot of that. And then the girls that were going on were messaging me. Like people were kind of like staking their claim. And mm -hmm. I remember, Jay, uh, was it uh, Graham Bunn was going on that season. And I kind of thought he was cute. And we had like played in a bachelor charity soccer game together. And so like we had met a few times. And I, I remember thinking like, would we hit it off down there? Um, and then a girl that wanted to date him really bad that I know uh, reached out to me as well and was like, he's my, you know, he's mine basically. Like, I'm going wow, down there for even. him. And then there was somebody else. Who was it? Who was the girl? It was Claire. I think, did Claire go down to Paradise? Crawley? She, yeah, yeah. She did. Yeah, she yeah, did. And Claire and I, I were messaging as well. I think she might have done well. Paradise did you, did you get along with Claire or were you guys enemies? I didn't. Well, obviously, I didn't do the show, but we got along great. We did a couple of charity events together. Yeah, so Claire, I think Claire was interested in Graham Bun too. And I remember, I'm like, oh, my God, they're both messaging me about him. And, of course, it oh makes gosh. me think, like, wait, should I go down there and meet him? So, yeah. yeah. Well, that, I, think, I actually think, I think he's still single, right? He was on, he was on Clickbait um, a few years ago. We had him on. I think he's Close an eligible bachelor. And, uh, oh, and then so Brooks for Forrester flew out to meet me in California before he decided to do it. Yeah. So, what? yeah. And we didn't really, it was weird. It was like, he came and like, I was kind of dating this other guy and he was like, I just want to meet you. Like, I've always had a crush on you. Like, let's see if there's anything here. But I might be doing the show. It was like a weird kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. I feel so like there's that the tea for you. <laughs> yeah. There's the tea. I feel like that happens yeah. a lot too. I feel like a lot of um 
like people will be hesitant to like jump into a relationship if they know they're potentially going to be cast on paradise and things like yes. that. that yeah. You're like one time. foot in one foot out, but I had met Chris Bukowski and we had made out in New York after my book launch party. And then he was messaging me like, I'm going down there. And I was like, can't we just like do this in real life? Like yeah. we kind of yeah. had a connection and, and then I was like, I'm not doing it. And then he ended up doing like three other shows. I think that was the year he went back on like Andy's season or something. I'm like, oh this my gosh. guy, he's still yeah. well, show we, up to the opening of an envelope. <laughs> well, we hooked him up with his current his current girlfriend. Yeah, right we oh, set him up I'm with, so um, happy with, with Anna. Yeah. You guys yeah, they're, did? They're happy. Yeah. We did, yeah, because yeah. Anna was on my season and um, Joe was out having drinks with Chris and I was on FaceTime with Anna at the same time and he came back and I was like, Joe, you got anyone for Anna? Like, let's set her up with someone. And he was like, oh my God, That's I was just out with up. Chris. Yeah. <laughs> let's make this happen, so. All right. Um, before we let you go, uh, besides being a mother of two, what else you got going on? So I just started my podcast. It's uh, titled Off Contract, referring to me. It's just for fun. Don't get freaked out. I just got to keep it spicy. And I've been really enjoying it. Honestly, it's something I can do from home. I'm in my man cave right now. And uh, my husband's super supportive. And then I'm selling real estate full time. But with uh, interest rates hiking and the market getting a little squirrely, I was like, I I got to keep feeding my kids. So I was like, this platform isn't going anywhere. And I love learning a new skill set, which, by the way, kudos to you guys interviewing and getting guests it's it's a skill set that you really need to hone in on so i'm i'm getting better but we'll see how we sure how great we, oh that's kind of you to say we'll come on sometime if you ever feel like dishing um <laughs> or if you want some, to promote something but yeah that's really it just my kid my kid goes to preschool and we've been talking about maybe having a third but i'm i'm turning 40 this summer which is a good thing i'm excited and uh i'm just trying to plan a 40th birthday dash so Exciting. Where are you going? Do you have I don't clue? know. I have no clue. I'm like picturing like a light up dance floor on the beach somewhere Ooh. with an open bar. You should <laughs> do. I would go. I was going to say Cabo. Tulum or Cabo. Cabo. You really? Yeah. yeah. That's. Yeah. I've been like. I'm like. I need to plan it because it's in July and we're. You know, it's coming up quick. So mm-hmm. looking forward to that and then a summer trip for us. So what's next for you guys though? I know you guys are wedding planning. Serena, I cannot wait to see your dress. You are just like this. Thank she's you. this most stunning little angel. <laughs> what are you gonna you. wear, Joe? Uh, you know what? Are you gonna Joe's go funny? Bo- are you no. gonna go? Joe's well, a I'm not gonna bitch. go funny. Joe's I'm a, a bougie I'm a ve- bitch. I'm a very indecisive person, so I have been going See? back and forth, like tuxedo, just a suit, tie, bow tie. So I don't know when, when I actually um, make a move to really figure it out, it's probably going to be how I feel that day. And <laughs> I think Are you going to shop I, in like a top hat with a no, cane no, like no, Dumb no, and Dumber? No, that's no, not no. going to fly. No. I, I'm, I'm thinking uh, tuxedo, bow tie, black, white. Um, Classic. I think that's going to be I think that's going to be, yeah. be my move. By the but. way, um, I got to say, I got my husband a really nice watch as a wedding gift. And I gave it to him in the morning of our wedding. And then we separated. And he's like, I feel really bad. I feel like an asshole. I didn't get you anything. (laughs) I'm like, babe, you got me this baby and this ring. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Whether it be a frame picture. Yes, you got to do a wedding gift the day of. I'd like to take full credit for this ring, but I also, I also, <laughs> also got to gift it. But you um, can't. <laughs> so, I actually think the insurance on this ends 
this June. We might have to get this insured. Yeah, we might. Uh, you better yeah. do that quick. It's I just had mine renew. <laughs> that's what I'm so, going to get. Um, I'll that's be looking my get your jo- gift. Joe will ensure my engagement ring. <laughs> Very practical. Well, yes. you guys, you are so fun. I can't wait to see what happens next for you guys. And I know you guys are already married. So congratulations. Thank I love you. I love your style. I love that you did it that way. We had a small wedding with 20 people. And I'm. Oh, it was great. during COVID. So nice. We couldn't. Like, yeah. I already yeah. paid for the venue. And they were like, um, it's all non-refundable. But you can't have that many people. So yeah. we were yeah. in a tough spot. So Anyway, just enjoy. You guys are so cute. I'm your big fans over here. Oh, you as thank well. You. And thank you so much for taking the time and coming out. We really appreciate Anytime. it. Anytime. Yeah. Hope, hope to see you in the audience at a few more. I hope you make it. You should, honestly, you should do every uh, do every bad bitch date. Have them call you as a Yeah, oh, make it your thing. I love That's that. Thing. I'd love to come in and like shake things up in the house. Like if one of the girls is getting bullied, I'm like, bring me in there. Let me handle this. Yeah, I've been, I've been like the that. house mediator. Yeah. <laughs> Are you drinking wine but, out of a straw, by the way, Joe, or is that coffee? Coffee. It's too early to drink wine. I'm not drinking wine out of a straw. <laughs> not quite yet. <laughs> not yet. Not Maybe I'm joking. not at that point. Um, cool. Well, Courtney, thank you so much. We really yes, appreciate it. Yes, and, absolutely. Um, yeah, you were great. What did you think of Courtney? I thought she was lovely. Yeah, yeah, she was cool. so sweet, very open and just like willing to share about her experience, which is always fun for us to hear about. Yeah. And she remembered me. She did remember <laughs> she, you. She remembered me. I was nice. so happy for you. No, she was great. It was lovely having her on. And Joe, thank you so much for having me on Clickbait again today. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. Serena. You're very welcome. (laughs) And as always, to all our listeners, make sure you subscribe and submit all your questions. We want to know what clickbait you want us to get into. Make sure to check us out on social. Comment, like, batch clickbait BN on Instagram. All the links to all our socials are right there on that page. Share your stories with us. We want to know what clickbait you're looking at this week. And Prime members, make sure to listen to clickbait ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. But before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com slash survey. Serena, 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 thank you so much for being here. And to our listeners, I will not be here next week, but somebody will. So make sure you listen. I'll see you guys in a few weeks. Bye. Bye. Bye.